Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics, and today we have RB Mama Drama. Christopher, how are you? I'm good. It's always nice when there's RB Drama Mama? Mama Drama. Mama Drama? Mama Drama. Wait, wait, Drama Mama? No, no. I messed, did I mess it up? It sounds a little Can you give me one way. more time? Okay. Welcome back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics where we Drama have- Drama Mama. I nail it? You, you did a fantastic job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to run it real quick. NFL Headlines. All right. So Fournette, as we know- got released and I did a quickie quickie little video episode of course last video feel free to check that out before continuing on but he cleared waivers as I predicted in that video and as and of you, right now you were correct sir. I was correct I correct. said I predict that he'll clear waivers I mean because because let's face it right now if he if a team took on his contract he would be the 16th highest paid RB as of this moment at 4 million at 4 million he would be the 16th highest paid RB Wow. Yes. <laughs> so RBs don't get paid much. Huh? No, no. Like I said, scheme over player. But so that means that Fournette is free to sign wherever he goes. But of course, now a team can pay him whatever he wants. So uh, right now, the Chiefs are the front runner due to the fact that they have 13 million in cap space and they have expressed small amounts of interest. Small. Small. What's they, small? They said they're looking into it. Who said? The Chiefs. Never heard of them. Yeah, I didn't either. Super Bowl so, winning champs? Huh. You want to get in this now or a little bit later? We might as well. I All mean, right. We, so, we, so We've talked about so, it. So do we really think the Chiefs that just drafted a first-round running back are going to go after Fournette? Yeah, I completely think that they would, and, and I think it would be the Chiefs thing to do. I mean, last year, Andy Reid, he did pick up a LaShawn McCoy veteran presence running back to help out that, game, help out that squad. I mean, if the, if that does happen, you're looking Hilaire. It's a major dump. Yes, major dump. Yes, Fournette is still has a dump. Yes, this is a dump. The bottom line here is, no matter what happens with Fournette, he's going to another team that already has supposedly a starting running back. So he's going to go in there not knowing the scheme, not knowing the system, and probably be a goal line vulture there, and not be able to catch the ball out of the backfield and not get the reps that you would assume he was going to get on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. You would have, you have to think about it this way. You know, he's a downhill power back runner and the chiefs are a spread vertical offense. I don't think he is a scheme fit to that team and he might struggle a little bit similar, similar to what we saw DeMarco Murray when he went from the Cowboys to the Eagles. I don't see, I don't see it happening. You don't see, I do. I I do not see it happening. What other team at this point, has a realistic chance of signing him. There's probably a couple different options. And are they good options? At this point, I mean, there's there's literally 10 days before the season starts. Exactly. So all of them have their running backs that they think they're going to start, right? Correct. So, I mean, New England has a bushel load of running backs. Correct. Uh, I mean, Buccaneers have Ronald Jones. They have their own you know, they have, facility of running backs. <laughs> you know, so... It is hard to say who exactly is a perfect fit. 
I would like him to see him on Tampa Bay. But either way, I'm not really touching Leonard Fournette. No, that's it. He's done. You know, uh, if someone drops him, sure, I'll I'll pick him up. If you can get a, a great value for him, give him a little draft pick or something like that. But I'm not going out and trying to persuade someone to give me Leonard Fournette right now. Uh, I, I, that's it. He's in my no go zone. He's red flagged. I'm done with him at this point. Uh, there is no scenario he can go to where he is an upgrade. I mean, the, the Rams have already expressed uh, uh, disinterest in him. They said that they're good on him. The Niners said they're good on him. The Saints will, I mean, they have their own running back issues that we will get into later on. Uh, the t- Tampa Bay, no, uh, I don't see it pa- at all. They, they have their own running back issue. Where do you, where do you see it then? Uh, I could see the Jets trading away Lev Bell and then them picking up Fournette as a cheaper option. Basically, I, the same back in yeah. a way. I mean, are you are you really changing anything there if you do that though? You're not changing the running back. You're changing the amount you're paying the running back. Yeah, but I mean, you're are. Are you really going to get someone to pick up that contract for Love Bell? No, no. That, that's, that's fine. So, so that's probably not going to happen. Right? I, I see it as unlikely. I think I, he's done. No. I, I mean, I th- someone will sign him, and I think someone will sign him decently soon. I say within two to three weeks, especially if someone gets hurt. I think that'll be the first category to go. I could see the Lions maybe doing that. Carry mm. on Johnson gets hurt on a regular basis. We know that. DeAndre Swift has already been hurt and he's definitely great at catching the ball out of the backfield. That could be a good fit. Um, I mean, you gotta think. Blunt was over there with your boy the Lions head coach. Yes. I forgot the last name. Matt Patricia. Patricia. Fat Trisha. Fat Trisha. Sorry. Fat Trisha. There we go. Um, so Fournette is kind of like a blunt scheme a little bit. You like blunt better. I I did really. I really did like (laughs) you. You're a fan of blunt. So I could see that. That could be a fit there. Other than that, I don't really see too many options for him. It'll take an injury. Yeah, and I think there will be injuries. I mean, there's injuries every year. So so a top running back will go down. It's just a matter of time at some point. Um, Saquon. Um, Just kidding. Oh, you like that? It's not even a hot take. (laughs) He hasn't played a 16-game season. (laughs) So... So we'll see. We'll see. It's it's going to be interesting. I'm surprised he passed waivers. I'm not. Um, I'm surprised that four million dollars is the top sixteenth pay he, for he, a running back. There. That's um, but yeah, it's I mean, going to be interesting. The, the Super Bowl champion RB. Now he's not even a champion. Super Bowl runner up Raheem Mostert's making what three million, and he's probably the top ten RBs. You think? You think? You think Mostert talent wise is top ten? Uh well I mean it doesn't necessarily take talent but I mean production wise he was he was top ten well that that offense is very exactly. very good to for running backs exactly so know? I mean it, it just goes to show it keeps happening it keeps getting proven over and over and over that it is always the team that makes the running back never the running back that makes the team you have to have a scheme you do have to have a scheme exactly for sure if you if you have Adam Gase you're screwed that's <laughs> that's just the bottom Matt line Matt Aggie you might be in trouble yeah <laughs> offensive gurus <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> Clowns more like it. Anyways. So Mixon, he, he got paid, surprisingly. I'm happy for him. Uh, congratulations. Good for you. Good for you. Stay healthy, please. Migraines somehow went away. Uh, four years, $48 million. So he got paid $12 million a year. I, I'm surprised he got that much. I didn't think he was worth that much. a good much. amount of money. That, that was a lot. And, I mean, you have to think McCaffrey's making sixteen. Uh, Derek Henry's making like thirteen or fourteen. I forgot what it he was. He got franchise tag, though. 
Derek Henry, yeah, correct? Th- they made they they uh, converted it into a long term contract, they did. I believe. So um, he got paid uh, right now. Mixon, he just got his. I'm surprised he got 12 million. I think it was. I think it's going to be a front loaded contract, considering they're not exactly paying that many people. So I think they were okay with giving him that type of deal. Uh, but I mean, hey, good for Mixon. They get a lockdown in RB, and he's going to be that workhorse. I think this has to be his breakout year here. If he, if he doesn't do it here, I, I don't know what to say at that point. Okay, that's. I mean, I feel you like know. I, I think everything is is getting its way. You know, you have Joe Burrow, which is obviously going to be an upgrade to that point. <laughs> the head coach it's is second to third year, if I remember correctly. So that offense should be humming, and you got a lot of wide receivers there. There's weapons more. The offensive line is getting better. There's going to be opportunity for him to actually make some plays. Tech, hasn't he already broken out? I mean, two years ago or whatever, or the two years ago he was the AFC leading rusher. Last year he was still a thousand yard rusher. I expect more. You expect more? I expect more from Mixon. All right, that's fair. Now, Tyrell Williams, who we, we talked about having a uh, torn deltoid or good, good whatever Lord. you call it. Labrum. Labrum. L- L- labor? <sighs> Might as well go to labor. He's whiny and shit. <laughs> so he, he got on season-ending IR after you thought he was the manly enough to play through his injury. He we, decided, no, I'm good. You knew he wasn't going to. Nah, you on. knew he wasn't going to. Come okay, on. Like, let's be serious here. So, I mean, that... That gives an opportunity for Edwards. Brian Edwards. Gives an opportunity for your boy Ruggs. Okay. Gives a little upgrade, uh, a little Darren Waller. That does. So, I mean, get Tyrell Williams off the field. Cut him next year. He'll be gone. And uh, see what those rookies can do. Fair enough. Let's see what uh, Derek Carr can do. It's make or break for him. It it really is at this point. Now, AJ, speaking of make and break, AJ Green, (laughs) limited individual drills. Congratulations. Need to break something again? No, I I feel like if you're participating, that's good enough for AJ Green. Okay. Here's a theory. Theory. Okay. Is AJ Green smarter than everyone? He's still getting paid. Okay. Doesn't really have to do anything. Okay. Doesn't have to produce anything. Okay. And I mean, the Bengals were still talking about a little bit of extension for him at one point. Yes. So, I mean, is he just smarter than everyone? He's a genius. Doesn't have to do anything and get paid. He's a genius. We would like you to produce and actually be on the field yeah, for l- once. But, I mean, I mean, I think he's playing the game. I, I and pi- he's winning. Yeah, I picked uh, Latavius Murray over A.J. Green when I had the opportunity. Yeah. I'm very glad I did that. It's, it's worked out so far. Yeah, so far. Now, Chris Carson has uh, supposed, you know, he left last year on the IR with a hip injury. He declares himself 100%. How do you feel about that? I think we need to see it. I think see we need it. to see it on the field. Uh, it's it's great that he feels that way, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we do need to see it on the field. There's been no preseason. There's been no nothing. I know there's scrimmages here and there for them, but I want to see it in the game. And I think that first game, I'll definitely be watching Chris Carson to see if he is actually 100%. Oh, yeah. I feel like he will be. I mean, he, this is a long off season for it, and at this point, there isn't too many running. I mean, other than Carlos Hyde, uh, Rashad Penny had surgery on his finger, and he is expected to miss a week or two over the regular season. So right now, Chris Carson is in prime position to take hold of that starting job and keep it. Get that massive workload. Exactly. And I and they're going to run the ball up down in Seattle, so uh, he should be just fine. I like it. All righty. Now hit that next button. Oh. Burnt to a crisp. All righty. Now, we haven't done a burn to a crisp in a while, and I've been itching to do it. I had a couple... I had a couple contestants for Burnt to a Crisp. And I, I, should we go with the honorable mention first? 
I think yes. you might get a kick out of this. Well, let's hear so, it. So there was a Seahawks rookie cornerback that was drafted, of course, in the 2020 draft. Mm-hmm. And and right now, all the NFL players are supposed to in a bubble. And, you know, they're in hotel rooms. Oh, sure I know. I think, you, I, know you know, I, think I know where this is going. So... He's a G, by the way. He's a G. He's a G. I'm I, just letting. I, I'm, letting I'm, I'm letting you know. Yeah, he's a G. <laughs> so he got cut from the Seattle Seahawks, and his career is probably done for this. I wonder why. Well, uh, can you he, tell me? He decided to uh, bring home a supposed girl that he did not know over to his hotel room. But how did he try to get her in? Oh, so he put a Seahawks jersey over her and pretended she was a player. How tall was she? Uh, I couldn't imagine her being much taller than five four. I don't even think a kicker's 5'4". <laughs> so I don't know what the plan was. I mean, you would have had a better option of maybe saying it was a trainer and your hamstring hurt. Okay, that's fair. You know what I mean? Like, that's you could fair. play that off a little bit. Maybe he's not the smartest tool in the shed. Obviously, he's not because no. <laughs> that just that just ruined everything for him. Um, but, wow, yeah. That's it's, it's kind of amazing. It, it, it's definitely one of those stories that put a smile on my face. It doesn't put a smile on his face, but it's put a smile on mine. No matter how much money you are, there's a lot of stupid <laughs> people out there. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. So, burn to a crisp. Bro, let's, get to the, let's get to the name, ma- main guy here. All right, main menu. Alvin Cabrera. Oh. So, what is going on right now? You hear he wasn't there for three days. Cabrera says he was. Okay. Supposedly, he's getting... A shot in his, we got a shot in his back. Yes. What, what was it? That, what is it called? A thyroid shot? I don't no, know. No, it wasn't a thyroid a shot. Um, you can look it up. We, we it can up. double. We up. can double check real quick. But I don't know what's going on with Alvin Kamara. Saints obviously came out and said that they are going to try, or they're open to trade offers. And from their salary cap, it looks like they're probably not going to be able to give him an extension. No. So, is Kamara going to be on this team? No, next year he will not be on this team. I mean, he, his excuse for not showing up to camp was he got a uh, epidural shot. So apparently he's given birth. Congratulations, congratulations to the homie, so the new I'm, mother. I'm pretty sure an epidural is what you get when you are giving birth uh-huh. and you have a little bit too much pain. So you just get that juice, juice to get you through it. And um, I'm pretty sure Alvin Kamara is not giving birth. Uh, well, hey, hey, are you assuming his gender? <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> I definitely am. Also, wasn't there news saying he was completely healthy and he had a back injury? Uh, what was it? A shoulder injury, a knee Something. injury last year. Chip bone. I thought you were healthy. I thought, I thought he was 100%. Was, was that fake news? That's fake news. Because so, it so, seems like we're getting a lot of different things saying... This is what's actually going on. This is what's going on. So, so it, somewhere someone is lying. So either either Kamara is lying about being healthy, either the Saints lied about him not being at the facility with three unexcused absences, or or Kamara is lying when he says that he was at the facility. I mean, they, they both can't be correct, right? Well, if he was at the facility, wouldn't there be pictures of him at the facility? There would be pictures of him at the facility. There was there would be meetings with him at the facility. People wouldn't be wondering, hey, Sean Payton, where's Alvin Kamara? And he wouldn't go, I don't know. Why don't you ask him? Well, we did, and he said he was at the facility. So, I mean, apparently Sean Payton's blind or Kamara's trying to pull a fast one. I feel like you wouldn't miss Alvin Kamara. No, I mean, he's got like four piercings, a couple uh, dreads. I don't know. He has a weird haircut. He's also running back, so if you if you did any offensive scrimmages, he'd be there. Or any drills, he would be directly. I mean, there, when so. Joe Mixon had migraines, he was still on the sideline. So I mean, he was still at the facility. Like, come on, it's migraines, dude. 
He just wanted a contract. Well, no, Terrell. And I, hey, this isn't like the 1970s. Terrell Davis, Ter- Terrell Davis played with a mind grain. He said, "Here, give me the ball. I'll fake it." He manned up. He manned up. He manned up. Mixon, Mixon, you better not miss a game. I know. I'm Mixon telling you that right now, because you'll be the next. <laughs> I'm telling you that immediately. All right. So, so speaking of Alvin Kamara, so he is a free agent. And the Saints are currently $36 million over the cap next year. So they, they have some fancy footwork to do if they want to at least keep somewhat of the roster. Now, Drew Brees, whether he retires or not, is still going to be dead weight on that roster. So they can't, like, finesse his contract out There of the will way. be moves made to make sure salary cap is situated. But is one of those moves going to be big enough to keep Kamara? And are they even thinking about it if they're already so. trying to – throw out there that they're open to offers. I think that that was a pure strategic statement saying like, Oh, you know, we're fine with dealing with him or dealing him away to another team just to kind of make him go, okay, never mind, guys, I'll take the, the previous offer, which according to them, they, they said their offer was around Joe Mixon's vicinity. Obviously, uh, Camara wanted Christian McCaffrey vicinity, which he doesn't get and deserve in my opinion, but that yeah. that is the current situation down there. So do you think that the Saints were just like saying Kamara wasn't there for three days, saying he wanted to hold out for his contract and wanted another team so the fans wouldn't get mad? Uh, ooh. Playing I mean, a little mind game. Sir. Yeah, so so right, as of right now, one, one party is trying to get fan support. We just don't know who. I think it is Kamara uh, that's trying to get fan support. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, one, one, he he kind of contradicted himself. He said he was healthy, and then he took an epidural shot. You can't, you can't be both. Is that even real news, though? I mean, I, so he could have not I, even I have, taken an epidural I have shot. Never heard of someone taking an epidural shot for back pain before. Maybe it's a normal thing. In the I NFL don't know, world? but I have never heard that once. So it's interesting information yeah, to he, say the least he said he was going to show up to practice i think he needed a reason to say he was going to show up after everybody said that he was going to get dealt so i think that, i definitely think that was a little bit of a miniature excuse and uh, a little bit of a white lie to try to like you know give yourself a little a reason to show up back up yeah but uh, as of right now you don't have I, I, you don't have my support you have the saint support or i have the saint support but i hate both of you guys so it's cool it's <laughs> good to know thank you so thank free you. agents <laughs> Free agents after 2020. Yes. There's a, there's a pretty big list here. So, first one, Kenyon Drake. He'll get signed because I don't think he'll be that expensive, regardless of the season he has. Yeah. I mean, I think most of these guys are obviously going to get signed. You got Dalvin Cook next. But right, right now, the Vikings, they're not signing Dalvin Cook back. I think that he's in the same situation as Camaro, where the Vikings are also in a massive cap hell they have no idea what they're doing and they have so many people they need to pay so let's i'm gonna i'm gonna name players okay. you tell me if they're with the team or without the team okay, okay? A little game. so yeah we're gonna we're gonna do a little game here all right kenyon drake kenyon drake stay, stay so we're saying stay with the is cardinals. he stay is he staying with the cardinals yes okay dalvin cook no alvin Kamara. no aaron jones yes marlon Mack. yes james connor yes kareem hunt Ooh. I'm going to go no. Okay. Chris Carson. Yes. So all these guys are going to be free agents unless there's an extension that happens. Um, yeah. I, 
Chris Carson's a tough one. It's hard for me to see the Vikings letting Dalvin Cook go, even though they have Alexander Madison. I think it's a big year. I think they do extension. I think they get that done. Um, now, now you do me. Okay, okay. You do so, me. So. You do me here. So, Kenyon Drake. No. Dalvin Cook. Yes. Alva Kamara. Yes. <laughs> Aaron Jones. No. <laughs> Walla Mack. No. James Conner. No. <laughs> Kareem Hunt. No. Chris Carson. No. We, we were the same with Kareem Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's almost opposite. Well, uh, Dalvin Cook, I don't think he's going to get re-signed by the Vikings because they the Vikings already broke away from Dalvin Cook. They've already said, okay, I don't want you. They broke away? Yeah, they broke away. What did away. they say? What they did said, they say? Well, they said, I'm going to refuse to negotiate with you, and then I'm going to trade for Dominic Njoku, and now we're going to pay him because we are forced to trade for him. So they, they have to pay Njoku. So they, so they traded for a DN, and yes. that, that spited Dalvin Cook. Yes, that, that was 100%. They even said. that was a. They even said they, they're spiting they, Dalvin they Cook. They didn't say that, but they said, oh, because. It's inferred. Know, yes. They said, oh, we okay. were able to afford him because we didn't give the money to Dalvin Cook. Okay. Okay, so Kenyon Drake. Yes. Okay. So that would assume he would be healthy and the starter all year. Yes. Correct. For for the most part, if he plays half a year, then they'll give him a contract. You think they'll still give him a contract? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then Alvin Kamara. So you think Latavius Murray is going to be that back next year? He doesn't necessarily have to be uh, Latavius Murray, but uh, Alvin Kamara is too expensive for their taste. And Sean Payton has, has, has made running backs come and go and made him stars. And uh, they're no longer on the team. From Reggie Bush to Mark Ingram to now Alvin Kamara. Reggie Bush was mediocre. He was all right. Mediocre. He was serviceable. Um, Aaron Jones. So this is this is a funny topic because okay. you're not a fan of Aaron no, Jones. No, no. I'm really. not a fan of Aaron Jones. Um, I don't see him being there long term. Okay. What kind of contract are we actually talking about Aaron Jones and how much – are they going to invest in him pretty much? That's a good question. It all depends on what kind of year he has this year. But I mean, they, they, they drafted an RB. Mm-hmm. They drafted early capital on an RB. It's not like they, it wasn't like a sixth, seventh round pick. It was, I believe, a third rounder, if I could, if I could be corrected. I'm pretty sure I'm correct, so you don't have to. <laughs> uh, and they have Jamal Williams. So, I mean, they have other options at RB. But Aaron Jones was just so productive and efficient with his carries that it'll be difficult and unwise, if I could say, if they didn't try to keep him on the team. Yeah, sixty-two overall. The so he was he was second round. Second late. Second you were round. close. 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 You were close. Close. You know, it, it was good effort. Thank you. It was a good effort. So it was only two picks. Two, two picks more. off. So so if it was three picks, you would have been the third round. Thank you. You're close. You're in you're in the range. All right. I'll you know. Take it. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to see with Aaron Jones. All, all these guys we're gonna have to see, especially if there's injuries. We're gonna go from there. I don't think Kareem Hunt for sure goes back goes back to Cleveland. If he has a semi productive year, he'll be on the Jaguars next year. Jaguars. Yeah. Well, see, a so lot of these players can go to the Jaguars. I mean, yeah, they're they're gonna need a running back. Exactly. <laughs> Depending on what kind of year Armstead has. That gets to another topic. Exactly. Is Armstead going to be the long-term viable option for the Jaguars? That is a great question, and we're just going to have to see. But as of right now, fantasy-wise, Armstead is a RB2. Yes, he, he, he didn't make practice today. Yes. Okay. Um, which is a little bit of a concern, but 
when he is healthy and if he is healthy for week one, it's keep an eye out. Make sure we'll give you updates, obviously. He will be the main guy there. Chris Thompson will get some pass pass catching. But Armstead is is very comfortable catching the ball out of the backfield. Yes, he had more he had fourteen catches last year on it. Of course, is extremely limited role due to Fournette. So he, he didn't get a chance to showcase, but according to the training camp hype, that he was having a very impressive camp, which is probably why they went ahead with this move. It's it's very hard to get Training camp hype is just ridiculous every year. Yes. But it's even worse now because there's no preseason. Mm-hmm. We can't watch anyone. We can't mm-hmm. do anything. Mm-hmm. So it should be interesting. Ten days left. Ten days left. I'm so excited. Nine days left. Nine actually. days left. Nine, Nine days. days Come left. on. Are you even a football fan? I'm losing it. Yeah, I'm you are. But but now, now I'm glad that you mentioned Eric uh, Armstead. I forgot his name now. Thank you. Eric Armstead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Nick, Nick, uh, Raquel, 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 Raquel Armstead. There we go. You, you got, you got D tackle on your mind. Yeah, I did. I do. I do. It's all, it's all coming back to me now. So I'm glad you mentioned it because he was a great handcuff to go after because it was a realistic handcuff that, you know, you already knew the Jaguars were over Leonard Fournette. He was going to be gone next year. So if you were in a keeper league, he'd be a great pick dynasty wise. Even so, uh, you, I mean, you knew with them not taking his fifth-year option that they weren't happy with him in that situation. And who's going to be the running back? Is Chris Thompson going to carry the load? No, he's he's never done that. That's not what's going to happen. Raquel Armstead is going to run that ball. Also, the the third guy in line, I can't even say his name right. He has a weird name. Awesome, whatever it is. Yeah. Keep an eye on him. But Raquel is the main guy right now do you think the jaguars decide hey that guy has a cool name drafted yeah i think they i'd do like, it i mean i think they were like this joku jalen ramsey i mean those guys Dominic and Joku, exactly like i, I mean they they left because they didn't want to be in florida <laughs> i think that's the main reason tom, is tom coughlin worse than adam gase because he, he effectively ruined a top defense are you talking about the giants well, he was the player personnel of the Jaguars. Yeah, he? but he was also coach yeah, for the we, Giants. We, we, I mean, the really Giants won the, a Super Bowl. They won two Super Bowls. So, I mean, but it's, can it's, you can you Adam Gase? Adam Gase won a Super Bowl. Was he the head coach? No, but oh, he that's was there. obvious. That's obvious. But he was there. But, oh, was but, he there? Who man, did he? Who did he win with? A Manning. Was who in did control. he win? A, a Manning, Manning was, was in control. control. <laughs> yeah, obviously, that is the most blatant. Put me as an offensive coordinator and Peyton Manning be my my quarterback, dude. We're gonna win Super Bowls all over the place. Yes, but so Eli Manning was also the quarterback for Tom Coughlin. Yeah. So I mean, you could definitely discredit Eli Manning <laughs> is not Peyton Manning. I think that is a very blatant Prove statement it. right there. Prove it, <laughs> Eli Peyton. Those are not the same people. Well, yeah, because one of them has two rings. <laughs> <laughs> so he's saying Eli's the best. All I'm saying is he beat Peyton Manning a lot. I mean, he beat Tom Brady more than Peyton Manning did. It's not wrong. <laughs> That's not wrong. How salty! Oh god, How, dude, being at that Thanksgiving dinner table. You can't even say anything if you're Peyton. You be like, he's, like, he's like, I'm, I'm the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, she'd be like, are you sure? Because Tom Brady is probably that. And then I also have two rings over him. Two rings. <laughs> two rings, dog. You got one, I got two. Nah. Hmm. Yeah, but the only thing Peyton Manning has is he's was like a five-time MVP. Doesn't he was matter. the first overall draft pick. What, what matters? Winning. 
I mean, of course, winning matters. Winning, winning matters. But but winning, winning matters. But everybody at list Payne Manning up there with the greats. Oh, of course. Realistically, nobody does that with Eli Manning unless unless you're. Me. What are you talking about? He throws beautiful ducks. <laughs> beautiful ducks. <laughs> you mean you mean Good. he does it better than Philip Rivers? <laughs> oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Oh my God. All right, let's let's go back into the handcuffs. All right. All right. So. We discussed this a little bit. We did, we did. You do not like handcuffs. Yes. And I think it's a good thing to talk about on why this year is so big for handcuffs on this. Okay. So when we did our tips and draft strategies, I said, I said, I think it is a great tip and a great strategy for you to not go for handcuffs, but go for the upside and big name players that could actually help your team. But... As we're seeing right now, players are holding out. Players are getting massively injured, and players are just uh, are just getting dumped by their team. Apparently, so it is a great idea to go for the handcuffs right now. You could you could draft your starting roster, draft straight nine, go you know one through ten picks of your roster, pick up a kicker and defense nine ten, and then all of a sudden the last picks are all just handcuffs. So your whole bench is filled with handcuffs. I can see that and go. I know what he's doing. Yeah. I, I, why I like handcuffs so much on for certain players. Like you have Dalvin Cook and you can get Madison late. Uh, okay. I think you got to do it. Especially this year with COVID. They're all in the same room. I think we discussed this a little bit. We, we did. For for running backs, I mean, you get the running back coach, you're all in the same room. If one running back gets it, could be multiple. Or if you're out bringing a woman in when you're not <laughs> supposed to in your bubble, you can get COVID. If your guy gets COVID, he's gone for two weeks. Yes. That's that's minimum two weeks. So and if he yeah. feels worse, it could be longer. Yes. That is fair. But so I did I did watch an episode of Hard Knocks, right? Yes. So the way the way they did it, the way the Chargers and the Rams did it, I don't know if that's every team. I'm, it's probably every team. They also got to be. They're on camera. They're on camera, time, so, so they, they got to be, be a little bit they more. They got to be uh, more a little more, you know, uh, pessimistic about it. Is that a we nice do this word? all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the, the the way they did it is they tested them before they got to the facility. Okay. That way, that way, you know, they couldn't be together. That's and smart. They had to they had to test negative for it. Okay. Before they actually got into it, so I think though right now. Uh, Fred Warner on the Niners, he tested positive, so he's on the COVID list. But he is so far the only one placed on there, so that means he got it before and he not entering the entering the facility. facility. Okay, so he he's on the, uh, on his little uh, isolation period right there. Okay, so that, that's how I think it's gonna go. I mean, you're hoping in a perfect world that nobody does that, but you know, you're people. gonna have injuries like normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the COVID puts a whole different perspective exactly. on this. I think so having backups and I'm a big backup believer in guys like kind of like Kenyon Drake, who's only had an eight game sample size guys mm-hmm. like miles Sanders who only kind of had very three really good games, but eight game eight ish game sample size to have a chase Edmonds Boston Scott is probably undrafted. You probably get him late, late, but having some sort of those guys that could be boom. If chase Edmonds is a starter for Arizona, he, he's, my my opinion potentially an RB one for, for sure. Yeah, when he was a starter before they got Kenyon Drake and after David Johnson uh, fell off a cliff, he he put it up yeah. three games of over twenty points. I mean, you can't say you're not an RB one when you yeah. do that. So, having your backups is a great option. 
having other people's backups might be an even better option because not only do you make your team better but you make their team weaker potentially makes your team better as, as long as it works out for you mm-hmm. sometimes it's not going to work out you're going to be holding a guy you're going to have to drop him it depends on how your bench structure is i know a lot of leagues are adding three bench spots or mm-hmm. even four ir spots just for covid so i would talk to your commissioner make sure you know what league you're in make sure if there's any ir spots that have been added or even extra bench spots Take advantage of that. Exactly. And and this is more important. You can definitely screw over other teams. I mean I mean we, we had a we had a draft over the weekend. Oh, love it. And, you know, we were hyped for it. It was definitely our first major draft uh, of the twenty twenty season. So, you know, we had the juices flowing and a poor soul poor soul, he drafted Alvin Kamara and Fournette. And uh, for fun I took uh Latavius Murray Pray and, for him. and our uh Raquel. So now I have potential to our two of his RB ones, and uh, he might be RB less right now. We don't know. I think Camaro will come back, but I think yeah. Camaro will I be mean, fine. season hasn't even started yet. You got it's you know, stressful. You know it's fantasy season when you're making fun of someone else because they just <laughs> drafted their team and there's two RBs that can potentially be gone. I mean, think about it. Where would where could Camaro be drafted to? Traded to? Yes. Mm-hmm. Traded, sorry. Lions, maybe. I it's I it's hard it's hard to see. I don't see him being traded. I, I don't I don't see it happening. What if the Chiefs took him? I don't see them using capital to trade him when they just got Hilaire. Supposedly they really like Hilaire. Uh yeah, there was a talks on, 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 on pass blocking and all that kind of stuff, but I don't see them trading for Alvin Kamara. Remember when Darwin Thompson was amazing, phenomenal, explosive. You're, you're talking about you're tier. talking about, you're talking about two different people. Dar- yeah. Darwin Thompson. There's no capital. He's a fourth round pick. Yeah, but you still. have you have a first rounder that they they're their thirty first pick to try to help that offense. I don't see them going get Kamara. If they do get Kamara and Kamara's a starter, Jesus, that offense got a bajillion times better. No, they're gonna get Fournette before they get Kamara. I'm just throwing out hypotheticals. I, I would love that hypothetical, but Ooh, I don't think it, I don't think it's going to happen. And people that are taking Hilaire early, risk reward situation there. I'm not doing it. No, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'm not doing it. I don't have the. I can potentially that. understand why people are doing it. I can't. But I'm I'm not taking that risk. No, he, but he, I also don't think they're going to get another RB that is going to take a massive workload from Hilaire. I I have a tough time thinking that he's going to be what Kareem Hunt was. That's that's understandable. Yeah. So that's understandable. that being said, I decided, no, I do not want him in my draft. Yeah. I mean, Kareem Hunt had Andy Reid. Exactly. Brian Westbrook had Andy Reid. You would be correct. There's a good... Uh, it's a good common a, denominator. Yeah. Andy so, Reid's pretty mean, good. Andy Reid's pretty good at uh, shelling out some running backs. So... It's gonna be an interesting season. It'll be a uh, fun, interesting season. I'm excited. It, it should be. It should be great. And uh, I, I want to play a little game. Oh quick. God! All right. Let's it's just. It. It's just a fun game. You have to pick one RB that is gonna go out for the season. Okay. I have to Who take a g- guess? You gotta take a guess. Yes. Who gets hurt? Because we we all know there's at least one or two that get hurt and out for the season. All right. Um, within the first like three weeks. So. A who fun is, answer or like a it? serious answer? Whatever you want to do. The easy answer is Saquon. Wow. Okay. 
Because, well, I mean, he does. He okay. gets hurt. Okay. Um, and then give me one more. Just give me. I don't want a monkey's pot because he's on my team. But Christian McCaffrey. Oh, oh please. I got Christian McCaffrey in a league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he would be the biggest injury by far, of course. But <sighs> that would be hurtful. That would be. You want to hear mine? Let's hear it. For some reason, I feel Miles Sanders is going to get hurt. Okay. For at least eight games. And Kenyon Drake. Okay. I mean, those are and, realistic answers. And and I have Kenyon Drake in one league. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And it, But I also have Chase Edmonds in a lot of leagues. <laughs> you, you went hard for Chase so Edmonds. So I'm a little biased. I'm a little biased. But yeah. is, is there anything else to add? So, so to wrap up, um, running backs got screwed. <laughs> uh, Kamara got screwed. Fournette, he he really got screwed. Um, and uh, you should own handcuffs apparently now. Fair fair summary. Fair summary. All right. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 